Welcome everybody on into the Smash Mouth Football Podcast. It is your host Gavin. Chris is drinking some water. He's getting hydrated, getting ready, getting pumped for the episode. Um, do you feel hydrated? Do you feel ready, Chris? You know what? Actually, like if I had to describe myself, I wouldn't say hydrated. I wouldn't say dehydrated. I would definitely say I could use more water, but then you just made me speak, so I guess I won't. <laughs> okay. So. Okay. Yeah, I am making you speak, I guess. Um, so, all right, we're back here for another episode of, oh, oh by the way, Peace Mini Connor aren't on. Uh, oh, well, we'll we'll give our, you know, superb expert, well-thought-out picks without them. It's okay. Um, starting off, oh, well, you want to go over the records? So, okay, I'll, I'll actually, I got it right here. Um, so Chris is 135, 119 and two Connor's 128, 126 and two. I'm 130, 124 and two and peace. Mini's 131, 123 and two. So not bad picking every single game, every single week. We're all above 500. Um, and yeah, doing pretty well last week. I don't remember, um, what everyone's record was. I know I went eight and eight. Yeah. Uh, so I went six and ten. Uh, Connor went eight, eight, eight and eight. Gavin, you went eight and eight, and Peach Mini went went eight and eight. So, right. yeah, a... I I just did fucking terrible last week from like the four o'clock games onward. Like from like four o'clock games on, I got one game right. That's tough. Yeah, like for like the one o'clock games, I think I went like I don't have the times on here, so I believe. The one o'clock game, the four o'clock game started at Denver at Los Angeles Chargers, if I'm not mistaken. So the one o'clock games, I went, uh, I went five and four, so not at all bad. The rest of the way, I went fucking one and six, so not great. That's tough. But anyway, this week, this week would be better. Uh, this week we'll go undefeated. Oh yeah, we have yet to have a flawless week um on the books i don't know what the closest was i feel like i've said this before it's probably 13 yeah i think 13 3 was the highest anybody's gotten yeah um well we'll just have to beat it this week so you know we got we got to end the season strong like you said uh well actually i don't think you said in the podcast we'll be picking throughout the playoffs um so that'll be fun and then we'll see if we can end it on a high note all right, so we're going to start off with an AFC West matchup. Um, this is is this important in playoff implications? Has um, Tennessee hasn't clinched the number one seed, right? Uh, I believe they have actually. Uh, I can ch- I can check real quick just to make sure. Uh, I don't want to speak out of turn, but I'm fairly certain they have actually clinched it. Gotcha. Okay. Well, K- well, this is KC at Denver, so I don't know if KC can move up or down in seating at this point. Um, but definitely is going to be, you know, good to see them end the season like on continuing their hot streak, which you know we've kind of been saying they're back. We'll see if you know that plays out here. KC uh, minus ten at Denver. Um, is sorry, I haven't really been keeping up with the Broncos. Is Teddy Teddy Bridgewater's out for the year. It will mm, it will be Drew Lock. I'm gonna take KC minus ten. All you had to do is hear Drew Lock, and you just thought, yep. Yeah, maybe that's too small brain of a way to think about it. But I just like you know, I think Teddy Bridgewater is capable of like, more so capable of keeping them in the game. Maybe there's a little more variance with Drew Lock, but I feel like the odds are better picking against the Broncos. If Drew Locke's playing as opposed to Teddy Bridgewater, just how I feel. So, yeah, I, I, I agree. I'm going Kansas City as well. It's a lot of I points, just, though. I, it know. is a lot of points, but you know, it, it's one of those things where, how can I trust Drew Locke to keep up with Patrick Mahomes, not Chiefs offense? That has been getting. They've been on the right track. Uh, you know, they're not. Obviously, they're, I, I wouldn't consider them like, you know, what they were, but they're still a, what, top three offense in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about fucking Drew Locke. Uh, outside, and also outside of last week, their defense has been incredible. So 
but uh, I did speak out of turn. Uh, sorry, the Titans and the Kansas City Chiefs, they are tied at 11-5. and five. So If the Titans Tennessee, lose, the Chiefs win. Yep, then they'll get the number one seed. So this is actually a huge week. And Tennessee, they're going against Houston, who did beat them earlier this year. So, <laughs> did, Does Tennessee have the tiebreaker over? They do. Chiefs, yeah. Oh, didn't they beat them? They did. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't see Houston sweeping the Titans. That'd be kind of bonkers. But, yeah. you know, you never know. Um, okay. Uh, well, how did the other guys go? Uh, so Connor went Kansas City and Pishmini is lone wolf in this one. Yeah. Too many points, I suppose, which I get because it's the Chiefs and I've been on that road as well. But they're playing a lot better now and they're going against Drew Locke. I know we keep saying that, but I don't think I can. I don't think I can really just Sleep say it enough how much Drew Locke just how bad he is. And he's so. Creepy. Like I wouldn't yeah, trust right. him with my drink, that kind of that kind of deal. I don't know. That's just that's the vibe I get from him. Fair enough. But... <laughs> <laughs> okay, next game is doesn't really matter. I don't believe, at least with the Eagles, it doesn't because the the Cowboys have already, you know, they shored up the division. You know, they're two games ahead. Um, yeah. They're playing the Eagles. Dallas is minus five at Philly. Philly has like 12 players in the COVID list. Um, and so I don't, I just don't know what exactly Philly's playing for this week. Not that they won't, you know, try to beat the Cowboys. I mean, they're the division rivals. It's just, I don't feel like there's a lot of implications here. Um, is Dallas still playing for a better seed? Yeah. I mean, they're both really playing for a better seed. Like the, the difference between, I mean, Philadelphia, they're tied. I mean, they, they've, Clinched a playoff spot, so good for yeah. them, I suppose. Uh, fuck them, though. Uh, <laughs> but they clinched a playoff spot. They are 9-7, and seven, and San Francisco 49ers, they're 9-7. And, and the Saints, who are also trying or have not been eliminated for playoffs, they're 8-8. Eight and eight. So I guess if the Saints win and, like, 49ers, if they lose or whatever, I mean, they can go from the 7th seed to the 6th seed, which, I mean, it, they're, they're not necessarily playing for anything. It's just really who do they want to play more or less. And even then, that doesn't even matter because you don't even know how the seeds are going to change because the Rams are 12-4, and four, the Bucks are 12-4, and four, Cowboys are 11-5, and five, Cardinals are 11-5. and five. Like, so much shit can move between now and next week. So, mm-hmm. literally, this game means just about nothing. Yeah. So, with that, I mean... So Dallas, I, I have troubles with because, like, I mean, it, you can't call them not a contender because they, I mean, they are. They're they have a good offense. They their defense has been playing well. It's it's just worrisome to me that they haven't had a good win. Like, I mean, they blew out two bad teams, right? That's been like, you know, they 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 blew out the Washington football team, and they also blew out the Falcons. But like, other than that, the last like win against the good team they had was what like i don't know which one came the most recent it was either the overtime win against the patriots or the like last second field goal against the chargers in like our the first patriots half is the last season. one yeah so that's just worrisome to me because every the good team they've played since then like the chiefs or the cardinals or hell they i mean they also lost to the raiders and the broncos like they've they've lost and they, they also lost to the bucks in the, in the first game of the season. It's like, it's scary that they haven't beat a good team, especially not even, they haven't even beat a good team in their own conference yet this year. So I mean, like, does that worry you at all about the Cowboys? Like, I mean, I'm going to take them here minus five. Cause they just, you know, I feel like they're a little more healthy this week than Philly and they're still a better team, but I'm kind of worried about the Cowboys in the playoffs. I mean, we're talking about a guy in Dak Prescott that was absolutely killing it, and we've seen him like over the second half of the year. I mean, he's he's been a middle of the road quarterback, uh, which you know, according to Connor, all you do, all you need to do is punch your ticket. Uh, so I guess they're just fine. But uh, you know, he's 17th in EPA per play over the second half of the year. Like he's getting bested by Tyler Huntley and Jalen Hurts and Mac Jones, which I mean, granted, like. Mac Jones has been 
a surprise, but you know, it, you're a quarterback who's making 40 plus million dollars a year. He's uh, he was getting talks of an MVP, uh, potential MVP candidacy uh, halfway through the year. I was calling him like he was in my number two spot for like a couple of weeks, but uh, he is all but disappointed the second half of the year. And it's very concerning because they have everything there. Like they have the receivers, they have the offensive line, they have, you know, the running game has struggled a little bit of late, but is that because the passing game's not working? Like are teams not worried about Dak right now? I don't know, but they have everything on the roster to make sure that that offense is dynamic and efficient each and every week. And right now they're not playing like that. So if I'm a Cowboys fan, yes, I would be worried. Are they contenders still? Like you said, yes, but in terms of this game, I think Philadelphia can run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Jalen Hurts, obviously a uh, dynamic rushing quarterback. I think he can keep it within five. Because five's a decently big spread for an NFL game. And Philly, I'm not really too concerned about the Dallas Cowboy defense per se, especially with Micah Parsons having coped this week. You know, are you not concerned about the 12 players in Philly that have COVID? Uh, not really. Uh, I mean, like, I know one was Dallas Goddard. I don't remember the yeah. other no- notable names, but I mean, I we got Goddard. That's and he's fine. He's a good tight end, but does he really make like too much of a difference in the game? I'm not re- necessarily sure. Jason Kelsey, that's a huge one. He that's that's a hu- he's arguably the best center in football. Has probably been the best center over the past half decade. So that's a big one uh, if he's going to be out. Uh, Jordan Howard, whatever. Avante uh, Maddox, like, that's that's a that's a decent one. Like, it, you know, it's just, I don't know. I don't think any of these guys other than Jason, Jason Kelsey is really one that makes me go, man, they're, they are going to be on pins and needles just worried as fuck playing this Cowboy offense or Cowboys offense and defense. Like, I think the biggest loss in this game is Micah Parsons and Tyron Smith. So like it, I, I think the, even though the Eagles have more guys missing, the Cowboys are missing more in terms of like actual production and value and just those two guys alone. So okay. fair enough. I don't, uh, Connor, Connor, yeah, yeah. Connor picked Dallas, and Peach Mitty is agreeing with me at Philly. Okay. Ugh, I hate to be alone with Connor on this, but I guess I don't know what else I expected. Um, all right. I'm gonna be uh, honest with you. This game I hate the most. I hate this game the most. And the thing is, the it's not a bad this? spread. It's not a bad spread. Well, think about. It. So let's just say the spread real quick. Go for it. Yeah, it's Green Bay minus three and a half at Detroit. So, obviously, the assumption is, and like I think it's pretty much confirmed, like Aaron Rodgers isn't playing this week. Like they're going, they're going to be sitting him out because of his toe. Devontae Adams, he's he's going to get limited snaps. Uh, they are they already have the bye. They have nothing to play for, nothing. So we're going to see Jordan Love this week. I assume. Um, uh, So, I mean, Jordan Love is bad. Well, yeah, but they're playing the game he played this year. He was bad. I'll say. Yeah. No, he was he was exceptionally bad. He was uh, he was like next level bad. (laughs) Excellent. He's like Mike Glenn bad. Yeah. No, just joking. He wasn't that bad, but you know, he 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 wasn't he he disappointed. Let's just say that. Yeah. Um, but you know, I so the problem is is like the lines are bad. Lines are bad, and also like so. I'm reading right now that the Packers are going to be playing their starters, but like for how long? That's the issue. Like I. It, I personally assume that this is like going to be one of those things where like Rogers is going to start. Maybe I, I don't even know that they could just be saying whatever they're saying one zero and then coast. Exactly. So it's just like, it's dangerous because I, 
I want to be like, oh, I'm going to pick the Lions because the Packers are just playing. Their, they're going to be sitting their stars. But they very well could just play their stars. They can play Aaron Rodgers for one drive, get a touchdown, and then they'll win like 14 to six and they'll cover. Yeah. Because the Lions are I'm bad because not... we got to think. This is Tim Boyle starting this week. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to overthink it. I just, I mean, okay. So you got to think of it like this. Um, love and boil probably roughly a wash in terms of production but the rest of the roster like I don't know I mean I feel like the Packers are still better even if they don't play the starters the whole game I mean like the Lions starters are bad so it's just I I feel like they can get a lead early and then coast and you know maybe the Lions do come back who knows but I'm not going to overthink it too much. I'm just going to take Green Bay uh, with the small spread and hope that Aaron Rodgers plays more than we think he's going to. I just don't. I don't know why they'd even play Rodgers. Like I, I don't either. I don't either. Keep. Like, I do you believe I really in, the, in the in the in the idea of like if you sit your players before the playoffs and they're cold going into the playoffs, that kind of deal. No. No, I don't. I, I don't believe that at all. Even, mean, if you're going, even if you're on a bye, so they like aren't playing football for two weeks? No. No, not at all. Because I've never understood that. Because like, we've seen it. Like, like the Rams have done it like every year. And the, Ram, like, the Rams, when they went to the Super Bowl, they did the same thing in their week 17, which would be like this year's week 18, because we got the extra week this week, obviously. And they went to the Super Bowl, and they were doing just fine until they just met the Patriots. Like, if they didn't meet the Patriots, maybe they won the Super Bowl. Uh, like, just, like, I don't know. I I don't believe in that shit just because I feel like that's more just like momentum. Like, I think, yeah, I, yeah. I think the whole that's... idea of momentum is more or less bullshit because, I mean, we saw this past week. The Cowboys just came off a fucking 56 to what, three lead? I mean, t- uh, 56 to three win against Washington football team. And then they looked like garbage against the Cardinals this past week. Mm-hmm. But... So, I don't know, especially with, with Aaron Rodgers, with his toe, just sit him out. And I think we're going to see a lot more of Jordan Love than, like, I know they're saying they're going to play their starters, but I really feel like it's going to be, I don't know. I'm I'm picking Green Bay regardless. I don't trust Tim Boyle. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. That's, I'm not, not trusting Tim Boyle now. Goff, maybe, but. If Goff was playing out, I would, I would, I would pick the Detroit Lions in this game until it's Jared Goff. Fair enough. All right. Uh, how about the other two? This is a clean sweep. Yeah, Vegas might win a lot of money on this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Chicago and Minnesota. Minnesota is a five and a half point home favorite. Um. And the. Vikings fucking choked, which it's kind of in their blood, but man, they just needed a win last week. And uh well, to be it. fair, I mean they they were playing Sean Mannion. Like I I can't against the Packers nonetheless. Like I can't blame them for like choking. Yeah, I can't blame them for like choking in other games to be like in this situation, but like I like I don't know what they were supposed to do last week. They kind of got fucked. You can, I mean, you can blame Kirk for being like vocally, you know, against getting the vaccine and then getting COVID and missing the week. Yeah. That you can kind of blame someone yeah. there for me, but um, fair enough. Yeah. But like for the game itself, like, I mean, I, I'm not going to blame Sean Mannion for choking, but I mean, so, but anyways, like this game, who the fuck they're not playing for anything. Um, but like neither team is. So whatever, it's a wash uh, Minnesota minus five and a half. Um, it's, it's still Minnesota. It's still Mike Zimmer's team. Five and a half is kind of a lot for, you know, I'd like Minnesota as a team. They're not bad. Like, you know, they're not like a horrible team, but divisional game it's Minnesota. Uh, I'm I'll take Chicago to cover the five and a half. I don't love it. Yeah, I don't love it either. I'm going to agree with you though. Kirk is back. So I am a little concerned, uh, but Yet again, like also, he did just have COVID. 
I have no idea what his symptoms were, though he was talking about how how even though he doesn't have the vaccine, he was going to have to miss the game anyway because other players who do have the vaccine, they, uh, they're they missing games, which is partially true. But if you have the vaccine, you at least have the option to come back. Uh, or not the option. You have the potential to come back earlier. Uh, but he failed to mention that. So, uh, you know, Kirk and a Kirk. So whatever. Uh, but yeah, five and a half. I feel like that's a lot for a Minnesota team. And Andy Dalton is starting this week. And I think Andy Dalton can at least keep it within five and a half. Uh, I don't know. This is a this is this is a really tough spread, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna stick it in with Chicago. Uh, Peachmini's going Minnesota, and Connor's going Chicago as well. Peachmini's got two lone wolves already. All right, Indy. It's one of the funky, not funky, but it's one of the tougher spreads this week. So it's it's Indy minus fifteen and a half for Jacksonville. Um, you and I both made the pick last week to take Jacksonville against the spread against you know, the Patriots, and Patriots dropped a fifty burger on them. Um, one by 40, not great. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I know Indy's a running team and this might be like a painfully close, weird game. Indy also hasn't won in Jacksonville since 2014. Don't know how much stock you want to put in that. Obviously they're two different teams every year, but something, something's up. Um, isn't that fucking crazy though? Cause like. Last year, the the Jaguars literally, like, they won one game the whole year. And it was against the Colts. And it was the Colts. And then this year, like, they've been a shit show all year. Like, if, if you lose to the team who happens, like, like, this is the Colts here, who they made the playoffs last year. They're making the playoffs again this year. Uh, or are, they're probably going to make it because they're probably going to win this game. Uh but hypothetically, if you lose this game two years in a row, you lose to the number the team who's got the number one spot in the draft two years in a row. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Because the Colts aren't a bad team whatsoever, and to lose to the worst team two years in a row, that's crazy. <laughs> it is wild. It's funny. Like for yeah, first game of the year last year, like Minshew Magic. You know, like then the, the Jaguars tweeted out like one, you know, we're not we're not we're not settling for one and or like we're, this isn't, you know, you know, we're not content or something like that. Some stupid tweet and it just didn't win yeah. the game. Um no, they 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 are a broken franchise and for that reason I'm picking Indianapolis Colts. I mean, I I I wish I can like I if I were to say that the Indianapolis Colts weren't gonna cover the spread, I'd be Walking myself into the same mistake I made last week, where you know yeah. they're like Indianapolis and uh, and New England, they have fairly similar offenses. And granted, they don't have Bill Belichick calling the defensive plays, but this looks like a broken offense. Trevor Lawrence more or less looks kind of like a broken quarterback, and that's very very concerning. I'm taking Indianapolis. I'm not looking back. Yeah, I got burned last week trying to. You know, find some kind of magic in the Jaguar. Not even magic, just to not get blown out by 40, but whatever. It didn't happen. So I'll take the Colts to cover. So uh, Connor picked the Colts as well, and Peachman's got him never loaned with. <laughs> oh boy. Well, yeah, let's see if he does it again. If he sticks with the underdog again this this game. Um, Tennessee, the uh, the number one seed currently. Um, only minus ten at Houston. What what is the what does that tell you um, when you got you know it's so Casey and Denver has the same spread as Tennessee at Houston, and then Indianapolis is getting you know five and a half more points against Houston than Tennessee or against Jacksonville than Tennessee is getting against Houston. I think it just tells you that Tennessee is not that good of a team. Like they're not like they like they genuinely like we're we're looking at a team that like grant like they're a good team they're they're a good team they deserve to make the playoffs so they've had some big wins this year, but when you really take a step back and you look at their roster right now as it stands like they are overall just not that good. King Henry is getting activated off yeah. IR. Yeah, we'll we'll see how much of that helps. And I think it it should help them a lot, but. 
how healthy is he going to be? I have no fucking clue. I mean, I mean, we're talking about Derrick Henry here, who like <laughs> I know, he I know, is. I know. He is like not 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 just on. He's different, but also like yet again, like we're talking about the Tennessee Titans, who like for as much credit as Mike Rabel gets, he just as soon as Derrick Henry got hurt. Him and that offense just refused to adapt. They were like, oh, yeah, we don't need, like, we're going to run the same offensive system, run it right down your throat every fucking play as if Derrick Henry is still in your backfield. And that's just not the case. And Deontay Foreman and Demontre Hilliard. Yeah. And not and not to shit on Dante Foreman, because Dante Foreman's played really, really well of late. Yeah. But yet again, also, like, it just kind of hurts your offense when you're kind of just, you you you're adapting your system from a running back who is quite literally something that we've never really seen before. Not ne- never seen before. We haven't seen for the past like I don't know when was there actually. I, no, have we seen a guy like Derrick Henry before? Honestly, like as big of a back, not a guy like built like a D end playing running back. Like the last time, I mean, there was even a running back like that. Well, it'd be six three. That's the crazy thing. That's like. There's not many, you know, you get bowling ball running backs. So you get you like Brandon Jacobs or like, you know, yeah. Jerome Bettis or, you know, people like players like that, like, or like AJ Dillon now. But it, in terms of like the dude is six, three, like he's built like almost like Cam Newton playing halfback. It's. It and is, he runs, he, he, he has at least like two or three 20 mile per hour runs per year. Like he's, he's legitimately a, in a straight line. Dude is crazy fast. He he is he, I I I take back my take back. He is probably something that we've never seen before. Like Adrian in Peterson, terms of like, kind of like that has that same kind of skill set where he could run you over and he was fast as fuck. But like he's he wasn't built like Derrick Henry. That's the thing. No, no, exactly. It's it's just a, it's just a built. It's not like Derrick Henry's the best running back of all time. Don't hear what I'm not saying. But we've never seen somebody like Derrick Henry before with that size, with his speed, his agility. Like he's he's different uh with that said like when you're trying to run a system that's tailor-made for derrick henry and you're running it with dante foreman and hilliard and you're not really especially because you're not getting as many eight-man boxes with derrick henry and henry in, and your passing game is not necessarily all that great anymore that's kind of concerning uh but you know derrick henry if he's healthy i guess you can have some more confidence in tennessee titans but right now Going into the playoffs, I do not. However, for this game against Houston, I do. I'm picking Tennessee minus ten. Yeah, yeah. I, again, uh, they they do. Tennessee has something to play for here. Um, Houston's just playing spoiler, um, if anything. And you know, Davis Mills is whatever. Been better than we thought he was going to be, which everyone thought he was going to be a tragedy. Which at times he has been, but at times he's flashed that he's not a complete waste of uh, roster space. Um, to be fair, if if we're going to shit on Davis Mills, we got shit on like Trevor Lawrence and like Justin Fields and because they're all rookies. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, like the thing is like, he's playing just on par with those guys and those guys were deemed to be like the next great thing. And not that not, and they still can be, and I have no confidence in Davis Mills being that, but you know, you get my point where it's just like, he's playing how he's supposed to. Almost yeah, like exactly. where, where he was drafted or better than he was supposed to um, based on where he was drafted. So um, he had no expectations like like he's yeah, he's playing like Trevor Lawrence without the expectations. That's that's what it is. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But regardless, I mean, Tennessee, for what it's worth, I mean, they still have a decent like this defense is kind of, you know, not that they're like an elite defense, but they've definitely turned around from where they were last year. And by turn around, I mean, like they're not the worst pass rush and worst overall defense in the league. Like, I don't, I don't know where they rank or whatever, but it's like, they were really bad last year. Like in like, I feel like in the late twenties, but yeah, um, they're better now. So, and with Henry back, I don't know if Henry's playing this week. Is he, do we know? Not, we do not know yet, but there's a possibility. He was activated. Yeah. He has been, he has been like practicing in limited fashion, but who knows? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take, I'm going to take Tennessee here. That's another lone wolf for Peach Mini. Connor's taking Tennessee. Connor's going, not Connor. Peach Mini's going to Houston. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
I, I'm going to let you do the honors. I don't even, this, this game should not be televised. No, it should not. Uh, yeah, let's just go through it. Uh, Washington football team minus seven at New York Giants. Uh, so my only concern with this game, my only concern is, is that Washington literally has all the incentive to not win this game. Like there's, there's no incentive them winning, and the Giants have all the incentive to winning, or at least the coaching staff has all the incentive to winning. Because if the Giants win for Washington. It's a it's like a win win win. Like the Giants, they will move down in draft position where they are. They currently own the fifth overall draft pick. They'll move down. Joe Judge might save his job, which he might he might stay win or lose anyway. But hypothetically speaking, if he's on the hot seat, he might he might keep his job out after a win, which would be a huge advantage for Washington football team because everybody knows how much of a fucking joke Joe Judge is. Mm-hmm. And Washington would move up in draft position. Like it, there is all the incentive in the world for Washington to just take a fucking dive and do what the Philadelphia Eagles did last year in this game. There's every incentive for them to do that and take and take Jalen Hurts off the field. Uh, yeah, yeah, take take last year, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it, and despite all that, I don't know. I don't know how. Like Mike Glennon last week, we didn't talk about it the, the last episode. But this dude posted probably maybe the worst stat line of a quarterback that has like played an entire game that I've seen in a long time. Maybe there's something worse. I mean, I watched Jimmy Clausen play football or try to. So, you know, there may have been worse, but this dude played all four quarters. No one else took a snap at quarterback or at least attempted a pass. This guy went four for 11, 24 yards, 2.2 yards per attempt, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. And he got sacked four times for 30 yards and had a 5.3 QBR. Like, yeah, and he he fumbled four times too. So he had six turnovers. Well, no, no, no. he had two fumbles lost, so he had four oh, okay. turnovers. So the four turnovers. Yeah, g- give my give my boy some credit. He, he did not have six turnovers, Gavin. Don't try don't try and misconstrue Mister Giraffe's fucking stat line. All right, Mister. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So, um, Devonte and then Devonte Booker had. So the guy completed four passes. Um, one was to Ingram for 12 yards. One was to Sills for 12 yards. And then he completed two more of his passes to Booker for zero total yards. Um, also, Chris, what the fuck was Devontae Booker doing with 18 carries for 46 yards? I mean, your guess is as good as mine. I mean, <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me actually ask you this. Let me just ask you this hypothetically speaking, like, you know, passing the ball is not going to work, right? Because you got Mike Glenn at quarterback. You have that New York giant offensive line, which is horrendous, right? You're down already. Like you're down like 19 and a half against the bears. Do you just accept your loss and continue running the ball? Or do you, do you do what Joe did? Joe judge did. Uh, I'm sorry. I actually lost my train of thought. Uh, I'm just going to repeat myself. Do you do what Joe Judge did and just continue to run the ball even though you're down multiple scores? Or do you go, I know it's probably not going to work because we have Mike Glennon and we have this offensive line, but I'm going to attempt to try and come back and I'm going to start passing the ball even if it doesn't work and even if we get like 10 turnovers. Like, which would you do? Because in my head, option A, running the ball the entire game, you're just punting the game away. Like, you know, like you're done. At least, like, passing the ball, even if you're, like, 99% sure that you're going to lose doing so, you're down 19. What's the harm in trying to win? Yeah. The only thing is, like, there's – if you're not trying to be, like, a complete embarrassment, which, I mean, this – I mean, this is rough. This is uh, this is awful. But, like, let's say Mike Glennon passed, like, 20 more times and he completed, like, five more passes and threw three more picks. It's, like – it's even more comical of a stat line and – I. I get you. You don't give a shit, and but maybe yeah, I don't. Does and but you know, why though? Like, like you, like you waving a white flag and giving Devonte Booker eighteen carries and Saquon Barkley another twenty something, I believe. Twenty one. Yeah, we're, we're going. That's thirty nine carries. That that yeah. doesn't happen for like this is a team that lost by like three scores, more than three scores, I believe. I, I, I don't even twenty nine to three. Yeah, they lost by twenty five points. 
Teams that lose by 25 points don't have 39 carries. That doesn't Saquon, happen. Saquon Barkley broke 100 yards. He broke so. 100 yards, and I was told that if he breaks 100 yards, they win. That Every didn't game. happen. It didn't happen. Yeah, the longest God run of the day it. was Mike Glennon, and he had a 13-yard run, and that was it. That was his... <laughs> that was like that was like a third of his fucking production was on that one run. It's funny, not but, funny for you. Sorry. Anyway, so we're sidetracked on Mike Glennon, but the point is, the Giants are terrible. But they're the worst team in football. I, I I'm gonna take the football team. I think personally, just I mean Heineke's been playing awful. Like he's be, but we've seen him not play awful, uh, and this Giants team is really really bad. I just think that, you know, the, I don't know. Like Washington, even when they played, like, I, it's the Giants. I, I'm not going to. The Giants couldn't cover a five and a half point spread against the Bears, who the Bears have been more or less awful the entire year. Washington football team, as bad as they are, as bad as I believe them to be, the Giants are the worst team in football right now. They have the worst football coach in football, not at Urban Meyer's gone. They are a complete. David Coley's had them playing hard. Honestly, like he's like they're in close games. Like he's played in more close games with that Houston roster who literally traded away every good asset that they have outside of like Brandon cooks and Deshaun Watson, which I don't is Deshaun Watson is a good asset to have right now while this shit's going on, whatever. Uh, and despite that, they're playing teams very, very hard. I don't think David Coley's a good coach, but Joe Judge is that much of a fucking joke. Yeah. I would uh, say the only other guy that would give you a run for his money would be Matt Rule, who's getting booed out of his own city. But, yeah, you know, but it's okay. I'm picking Washington. You're picking Washington. Peachman's picking Washington. And Connor, I feel like he's fucking trolling me. He's picking <laughs> the Giants. So let's move on. <laughs> All right, Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Um, so Big Ben very well probably played his last game in Pittsburgh, despite Antonio Brown's video. I don't know if you saw that that cameo that he made, which was yeah kind of stupid. But um, world goes full circle, huh? That's right. You know, Big Ben had a horrendous game. Like that dude had like two yards per attempt. Like it was awful, but. You know, it was a little, you know, it was kind of nice. I mean, the people were chanting, thank you, Ben. And it was like, even though Big Ben, whatever you think about him as a person. Yeah, I mean, like, but. um, I know Peach is going to hear that. He's going to be, he's going to be a little offended. But like, I think he understands why people hate Big Ben from the outside. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, So. This very well is probably his last game um, as a Steeler in the NFL, you know, so. Um, regardless though, I just, is Tyler, is it Tyler Huntley this week or are we back to Lamar? I believe it's going to be Tyler Huntley, uh, Lamar, I believe. Let me double check just in case, but, uh, I believe Lamar is going to be out again. I did have an update on my phone earlier today that I just happened to not read. Yeah. He didn't practice today and you know, we're, you know, Thursday and Friday, those are the most important days of practice because they're the last couple of practices before the actual game. It it looks like he's going to miss again. And it's Tyler Huntley. Do, do the Steelers, don't they technically still have a chance to make the playoffs? Um, They do. They do. They do. They would need. God, they would need a lot to happen. Um, I know Baltimore's out. But uh, you you talk your opinion of this game. I'll look up the Steelers, like what they need to get I'm just to play. Like, like Baltimore doesn't have anything to play for because they're already out, and Tyler Huntley's starting, and they want to play. They want to play spoiler to the Steelers, hundred percent. They fucking hate the Steelers. I just don't know how many starters they're gonna play, just because they've already had so much shit injury luck. Like, why risk even more? Oh, I they'll, don't know. they'll play everybody. Uh, trust me, they'll play everybody. I, but do you feel like that's going to get them to win by six? Like as shitty as the Steelers are, like at least for a certain amount of time, like they're, 
somehow in playoff contention. And and they no, have no. Not- I I think this is a crazy line. And I'm saying I'm saying that out loud. I know it's going to bite me in the ass by saying that. You so you're taking but- Pittsburgh. I'm thinking Pittsburgh. I think there's a crazy line. Well, to be yeah. fair, you know what? I, I said that I said it was a crazy line that Dallas was favored by uh, six against Arizona last week. And they lost uh, outright. And yeah, and Dallas lost outright. So I, I guess, you know, I made me calling this game crazy is a good thing. Uh, I think this is a fucking crazy line. What does what is Baltimore? Like Baltimore has lost like five straight. Yeah. Now, granted, by like one point, like three. Yeah, no, they no. No, they've played really well, and like, like they deserve to be favored, in my opinion. Six but points. Almost the touchdown is kind of is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. With, I was talking myself into Pittsburgh, so you know, with a backup quarterback, like, what are we doing here? Like, I get Tyler Huntley is like good, good for a backup, but like Tyler Huntley, I think, like last week he wasn't great it. against the Rams. No, he wasn't. Like we're like we've we're kind of seeing like Tyler Huntley. Like maybe he was just a flash in the pan that one week. Like I said, like like he deserves maybe a chance to like fight for a starting job potentially somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to like give him six points against the Steelers, who you know, I don't know. I don't know what this is. Uh, but the Steelers, they're playing for they're playing for the playoffs. Uh, the Steelers. The Steelers, to, in order to make it, they have to win, obviously. The Colts must lose. And then the Chargers or the Raiders, who they're playing each other, one of them must win. So as long as they don't fucking tie, which hypothetically speaking, if the if the Colts lose, they can hypothetically kneel out the clock and they'll both make it. I don't know if you, it, I, we talked about this in our group chat where obviously like if the Colts lose, we might not even have a fucking Sunday night game. It might just be literally them going back and forth, just kneeling the entire time. Do you think there's no way they would do that? I feel like they would maybe like almost try to like make it look convincing. I don't know. Maybe I know, like yeah. they each score 20 or like they let each other, see, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know how you'd like I, put on a show like that, but. I, I don't know if there's like a rule, like a parody type of rule where you're not allowed to do that. I have no idea. I, I feel like that's kind of a weird thing. That's like a kind of a weird loophole, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm picking I'm taking Pittsburgh and I'm not looking back. Yeah. Um, okay. What about Peace Mini and Gone? Oh, sorry. Uh that this is a clean sweep. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Um all right. So the next one is what's what am i missing here is is like is burrow's probably not be playing he's not gonna he's he's not gonna be playing so so burrow's not playing i mean the cincinnati team like who the fuck is the backup is it still the dude from nc state um i believe uh, so ryan finley i believe so yeah I mean, how would I not know? How do I not notice? He came in and he did a perfect kneel down to set up the set up the game winning field goal this past week. How do I not know this? God damn it! He 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 basically had a game winning play. <laughs> uh, it's uh oh fuck, it's Brandon Allen. I knew that. Oh shit, I I couldn't remember if it was him or Ryan Finley. Yeah, Brandon Allen. So yeah, I'm I'm taking Cleveland. I mean, they ba- they basically like. Not to say they, they have a starting quarterback, but I mean they're kind of upgrading in quarterback right now. They're they're going from a hobbled Baker Mayfield with zero confidence, a broken man, a torn labrum that he's getting surgery on, to Case Keenum, who has had a lot of success from his time with the Vikings to this year, where he actually looked competent in Kevin Stefanski's offense, where they beat the. Uh, Who'd they beat? Who'd they beat when he played? Uh, Darren Johnson went off. I can't remember. It was a Thursday night football game. Was was it the Bengals? I don't remember. I think it might have been the Bengals. Uh, I'll I'll look that up in a sec. But you know, Case Keenum going against Brandon Allen, where Cleveland overall their roster is very good. I I I think that he should have been starting most of the year, Case Keenum, and uh, good for him because I think he's about to get a, get a win, and maybe that'll help him get. Uh, depending on what his contract is, which I'm not aware of. I don't know if it's a one-year or two-year deal. Maybe he'll get a nice little payday out of it. Uh, get a nice little... It was Denver who he beat. That's it. Mm. Wasn't that the... No, never mind. 
I remember, I remember the game though, because yeah, Dearness Johnson fucking went crazy. Okay. But Con- Connor picks Cincinnati and Peach Mini picks Cincinnati. I, I'm going to go Cleveland. I, I think Brandon Allen is not good. No. So, I mean, yeah, it's just, you know, Baker's broken. He's not playing all that well, but Cincinnati's defense isn't like necessarily good. And then I don't think Brandon Allen's going to be nearly as effective, obviously, as as Joe Burrow has been dealing with that that O line. I mean, like Joe Burrow, despite the production and despite what he's been able to do this year, he's still you know the most sacked quarterback in football. And yeah. So I don't know what the fuck Brandon Allen's going to do. I feel like a, a, a backup quarterback with a shit O line like that, like yeah. It's, also, there's what what motivation does Cincinnati have in playing like any of Burrow's weapons too? Like, like it wouldn't make sense. Like Burrow's gonna be out. Like, what's the point in playing uh, T. Higgins and Jamar especially Chase? Especially like and, when Jamar Chase like is has seemingly been the key to unlocking this offense. Like, why risk him getting hurt in a bullshit game? Yeah. Like this? If you're if Joe Burrow's not even playing, like you don't you already probably don't have a chance. Um, not not that you yeah. don't have a chance. I, I shouldn't say that, but like. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The the worst thing that could happen to the Bengals for this year is like other than Joe Burrow getting hurt is Jamar Chase getting like tragically hurt in a in a game yeah. like this. So yeah, uh, let's try let's try and run through these next four or so games because that these aren't very interesting games. The next four, I believe. Uh, yeah. So let's try and speed run through this. Okay, uh, New England uh, minus six and a half at Miami. Um, yeah, you want to take it? No, where are you going? Where are you going? Uh, I'm going. Uh, I'm going Miami. Uh, I mean, like earlier this this year, it was like what was it, a two point game uh, where Miami won. It was actually their only win for a while uh, before they went on their hot streak against bad teams. Uh, I just think Miami, like it's kind of like the tale of like tale of like two of this very similar defenses going against each other, just holding their uh, holding the offenses. Uh, what's the what's I, I was gonna say back, but. But yeah, holding them at bay—that's that's the right that's the right way to put it. So, I think it's gonna be a close game. I think New England pulls it out, uh, but it's gonna be very close. So, uh, I'm taking Miami six and a half. Yeah, I'll take Miami too. Uh, Connor will be lone wolfing it. New England, uh, Peach Mini's taking Miami. Okay, uh, Jets at Buffalo. And all the heavy favorites this week, I'm just gonna take the favorite. I mean, the Jets are a fucking—they're uh, abysmal. Um, Buffalo, I feel like their defense is good. I mean, the, the Jets have the worst defense in, in the league. And so Josh Allen can have a field day here. Um, and I think this offense is going to light it up. So I like the book. I'm taking the, the I'm taking, I'm taking the Jets. I don't know. Maybe this is an auto correction pick, but they almost beat the Buccaneers and Josh Allen for three interceptions against the Atlanta Falcons, who also have a piss poor defense. Obviously it was snowing in that game. So I don't want to like put too much shit on Josh Allen, but Yet again, like 16 and a half points is a lot of points. And uh, I mean, Buffalo, what are they even playing for? They've already clinched. Who knows? At halftime, maybe Josh Allen gets subbed out. Who the fuck knows? So uh, Zach Wilson also looks a lot better over the past few weeks. So still not great, but, you know. Uh, So you get a lone wolf here. Nice little lone wolf with Josh Allen. The Bills, uh, Connor and Peach Mini both hit the Jets as well. Okay. So, uh, fine. Uh, okay. Carolina, Tampa Bay. I can't see this being anything else other than a lone wolf or not a lone wolf, a, a clean sweep. I don't know what the fuck are the Panthers going to do here. I mean, it's still the Darnold show. He's still fucking awful. Tampa Bay. Granted, they just, you know, they, they, they almost lost to the jets. I mean, they just lost to Antonio Brown. Um, you know, so maybe it's the, the lack of weapons or something here, but I just think Tampa Bay is a much better team. And, you know, we just lost to the Saints by eight and the Bucks are better. I mean, yeah. you know, I just, I, I, uh, I'm taking Tampa Bay. What you just said is why I'm pay- picking Tampa Bay. Cause I wanted to pick Carolina so bad. So I'm like, they're going to be they're Obviously they don't have Antonio Brown anymore in Tampa Bay. They don't have Chris Godwin right now. Uh, Stefan Gilmore can probably lock up Mike Evans for at least, to a certain degree. And then the only other weapon they have is Gronk. Uh, but you just like Taysom Hill was so fucking garbage this past week and they still won by eight. Like I, 
I, I this Carolina team, they're they're pathetic. They're in the same boat as the Giants. They're pathetic. Tampa Bay all the way, and it is a clean sweep. You're correct. Yeah. All right. Uh, New Orleans at Atlanta. Um, I, I just they're these both these teams are not great. Like you said, Taysom played horrible. Um, I'm actually going to take Atlanta here. Uh, I mean, I, I don't Atlanta's a, a wreck, but um. I don't know. It's a divisional game. Weird shit happens. I feel like New Orleans already beat Atlanta once, so maybe they'll it'll be some weird Week 17 thing where you know neither team is playing for anything. Um, but I, I'm going to take Atlanta to cover the four. Yeah, I'm going to pick Atlanta as well. I'm agreeing with you. Uh, it's just, <laughs> I mean, I I wouldn't be shocked if they won with you know Taysom Hill's like quarterback. Matt Matt Ryan's still a damn good quarterback, and they're playing at home. Should be a close game. Wouldn't be shocked if Atlanta won. Uh, Connor and Peachman disagree with us. They are going New Orleans. That's fine. Um, all right, Seattle at Arizona. Arizona six and a half. Um, so, I, I mean, it's a divisional game again. The NFC West games are always weird as shit. Uh, Russell Wilson. I feel like. I feel like Russell Wilson and the shell of this team, like DK Metcalf just had a hell of a week. I feel like they can keep it within a touchdown um, against Arizona. Yeah, I, I agree. And funny enough is that Seattle's defense is playing a lot better with Jamal Adams out. So, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to shit on Jamal Adams too much. Actually, that's a lie. You guys know that's a fucking lie. I would love this shit on Jamal Adams uh, for a whole fucking episode because he's he's unbearable. But uh, he, the defense is playing a little bit better. Uh, Grand are not great, but Arizona is missing DeAndre Hopkins, obviously. Uh, we went over that at nauseum last episode or like last week's episode. Uh, and I think Seattle, they can just like Gavin study. He says it perfectly. It's a, it's a divisional game. It's about a touchdown spread. I'm taking Seattle and Connor agrees and peach with yet another lone wolf. Hmm. He loves Kyler than the, the Cardinals. Let me just point that out. He loves them. <laughs> it seems like he picks them all the time. That's fair. Um, okay. So San Francisco at LA Rams minus four. Uh, LA Rams minus four against San Francisco. Um, yeah, another NFC West game. Um, this one smaller spread. Uh, although LA is a much more explosive offense here, uh, Trey Lance, I would is still starting. Um, so is we, he? Or we, Jimmy G? That's that's what it's looking like. But Jimmy G did return to practice today, uh, though in a limited fashion, I believe. And we don't necessarily know if I'd what put my reason, money on it. What reason do the Niners have to play Jimmy G? Uh, you just, you're, you just, it's kind of like to a much more, uh, to a better degree than like the, like the much better reasoning than the Broncos because the Broncos, like, it's kind of the same argument, right? Where it's just kind of like, do you go for the dependable guy where like you kind of know what you're getting or you go for the like higher variance guy where he's like, he has more explosive plays uh in drew lock like it's kind of like that except like here like they don't have a drew lock they have trey lance who's very dynamic with his legs he can create plays by himself he has a cannon. Uh, he has a fucking cannon yeah uh yeah i would i would just start a trey lance project now like you have every like you have the excuse of just going like hey jimmy g's hurt and uh trey lance just played well for us last week and we won yeah. So I yeah I don't I don't really get it. Uh, but yeah I. Uh, you want to take it away first? Go for it. I, I'm gonna take the Rams. I mean I just I feel like tr- Trey Lance. I don't know. You know maybe if this was like a touchdown spread like the last game like maybe I would take Trey Lance to keep it closer. But like minus four, it's really not that big of a spread for you know the Rams who are one of the Super Bowl favorites in the NFC. I mean granted San Francisco's not terrible, but I just don't I don't trust Trey Lance all too much yet. But I don't think it's the wrong play to play him because why not? That's fair. And also the Rams, they do have every reason to win this game in terms of just knocking off a division rival who's trying to make the playoffs. And uh, the Rams are also trying to get a higher seed. So uh, even though I did just say that I am going to 49ers, I've been to 49ers. For some reason, they just played the Rams close. They just played them really, really close over a year. And I think the fact that 
they haven't gotten a lot. They haven't gotten to see Trey Lance a lot. I think that's an advantage for 49ers. Um, and you know, I just I think Kyle Shanahan can do enough with uh, Trey Lance's legs to try and offset this Los Angeles Rams pass rush. Uh, could be could be completely wrong though. But you are lone wolf in it. Connor's got San Francisco, and Pichmini's got San Francisco. Damn, so, I did I did not expect a lone wolf that. Yeah, and also like Matthew Stafford's just not. He, he's been so weird. He's thrown like a pick six a week. Like he's so fucking frustrating. He's exactly what we thought he was. Like he's he is what he was in Detroit. He just has a lot better dressing. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we talked about this game earlier a little bit, just because of, like the weird quirkiness that could happen if like the Jags beat the Colts. Um. So this is the Chargers minus three at Las Vegas. Uh, I don't understand. I don't necessarily understand this. Maybe, maybe you have some insight on here. I, I don't know. I just feel like the Chargers are a lot. They're they're better than three points than the than the Raiders I mean, here. I don't know. I mean, are they? I mean the the Raiders are like the most average team in the NFL right now. I know, but we're ta- like they're both nine and seven, and we're talking about like I know like point differential is like a flawed stat so but so take this for what you will like Raiders their their point differential is minus 68 so not good not good at all but the Chargers for as good of a rep that they get they've gotten this whole year their their point differential is plus 18 like they're not like like they're not like they're really not that good yet like I and granted I love them I love I love Justin Herbert yeah, I love Eckler so bad I I David David Carr, like he's it's not right, David. He's a good Derek. <laughs> Derek, sorry, Derek Carr is good. He's a good quarterback, and he's you know he played well though. But he played he played well last week. He, After I mean, like, he, five weeks of, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It just he started off really well. I mean, I'm not saying Derek Carr is yeah. a bad quarterback, but just I mean, I don't know. I just feel like if I'm going to take Justin Herbert in prime time or versus Derek Carr, like I don't know. I just granted. I'm not trying to convince you to pick the Raiders. I'm not picking the Raiders. I am picking the Chargers. I am siding with you that the three points is here is good value. All I'm saying is I would not be shocked at all if the Raiders won this matchup. And well, it's the Chargers. It, it, yeah, I mean, just because it's the Chargers, I would you know they can throw away a game. I, I have no doubt in my mind they could lose this game. But I not. I just feel like I feel like everybody like overrates the Chargers because like they're exciting. Like don't get me wrong. Like I I enjoy watching them play very very much, but they are just like I'm telling you like everybody's just hopping on this bandwagon because they're fun and they go for it on fourth downs. And I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. They're exciting. They're so exciting. And I love Brandon Staley for being for being big ball Brandon. Like that's that's what he is. He's big ball Brandon Staley. He goes for it in like every fourth down. I fucking love it. But yet again, it's just kind of like we're. This is the first year of this new regime, new coaching staff. We we have. There is so much potential with that team for the future that I feel like everybody kind of sees the future and how bright it is that they're kind of assuming that's what it is today. And then that's not what they are. They're not that today. So. I. I wouldn't be shocked ever way. And I, I see why this is just a three point spread, especially with the Raiders at home. I'm kind of, I'm kind of past the home field advantage thing, to be honest. I don't know. I just feel like there's been proof uh, this year, that it just doesn't really matter as far as point differential goes. I mean, it, it does and it doesn't. I mean, this year, like there's been like last year, like the point differential, like the home teams are gaining a point. Uh, overall, in terms of like like the difference between like last year and this year, I forgot what the exact statistic and wording was. I'll have to pull it up and like bring it up on next episode. But statistically speaking, there's a study where home teams are actually gaining an extra point uh, per home game than uh, comparatively to last year, where there were no fans. So home different home team advantages i get i'm with you they don't mean as much as some people make it out to be but i mean you know i it means something i i don't i i can't put a number on it but it means something 
so with that said, I'm taking I'm taking the Chargers. You're taking the Chargers. This is going to be a clean sweep, and now the Raiders are going to win now. Only for that reason. Yeah, they weren't Only they weren't good, but we clean swept it. So yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, well, you know, as always, uh, we appreciate you guys for listening. Um, hope everyone you know is doing well with their New Year's resolutions, and you know, my my resolution is to uh, not get another pick wrong the rest of the playoffs. So we'll see. See how that goes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyways, we'll uh, we'll see you guys next week. See you Ciao. next week. Playoff time. So excited. We'll see you guys next week. Hell yeah. Deuces.